This is the Tigers Radio Network. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Echo, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back here with you at halftime of Marple Newtown and Pencrest. And currently the Lions leading 21-6 to at the half. Other scores around of interest for Marple Newtown. Bayard Rustin, 35. Octorera, 7. That is an advantage for Marple Newtown. Interboro, uh, excuse me, Interboro plays Chester tomorrow. Glenn Mills, 7. Uh, Academy Park, 6 at halftime. So, Steve, the, the help is there elsewhere, but Marple Newtown ha- really has to come out and help themselves now. As we said, you, you just win first and then let the other things fall into place. We're getting some help there. We need, you know, AP to pull that out as they're down one, as you said, but, uh, down 21 to 6. It's a feat they're going to have to climb back and uh, try to get. But, uh, you know, Pencrest is going to get the ball here, as we mentioned. It's got to come out, get a stop on defense, get the ball back, and get something going, preferably from Adrian Satness. We've seen uh, a mixture of plays from Coach Kicking. We saw a great play to Abel Hoff that set up the touchdown for Satness. Uh, it's just there's been some misconnects uh, when they've had some men open deep. Yeah, and that one play that we saw, as we talked about, they put they did it back at Radler. They were unsuccessful. We went back to it where Sadness goes, flares out of the backfield. Everyone, you know, puts their eyes on him since he's a playmaker. And then they have Abel Hoff downfield on a fly route. Couldn't connect with him. Uh, just overthrown a bit as Marcus Weathers' eyes lit up. I mean, he was wide open, but there was some pressure there. And, uh, you know, just incomplete. So some missed opportunities that Marple didn't get. We saw that. Uh, not a great snap, Han. You know, done a good job all year, but a low snap. Wasn't able to get that. And then, uh, you know, the fumble that we had. So a couple of things didn't go Marple's way, and that's why it's 21 to 6, uh, right now. Absolutely. And Dave DePasqua's down on the sidelines. And Dave, uh, obviously not the start Marple wanted in the first half, but an opportunity here defensively. They gotta come out and make a quick stop. Luckily, Marple Newtown is the second half to try and repeat what Pengrass did to them in the first half. They blew him off the ball. As Marple Newtown's gotta got a lot of points in a hurry. Expect the weather to put it in the air. What do you think, Greg? I mean, it's definitely there. The availability through the air is there, as Steve talked about and Dave just mentioned. So there's a lot of opportunities offensively for Marple Newtown now. It's just simply about execution. We'll see where that goes in just a minute. We'll be back uh, to, to get ready for the start of this second half. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? 
Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, Pennsylvania brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook, and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisano's. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back here with you. It's, if you're just listening in with us tonight, it's 21-6 to Pencrest here as we get ready to start the second half, and it has not been uh, a good Halloween, to say the least, for Marple Newtown there, Dave. No, but the chance of doing the throw down here is exciting. Maybe a little bit of dancing will get this Tiger team rejuvenated. Oh, Dave, I would pay to see you dance the, th- the Thriller dance uh, any time. Well, actually, we just did the Thriller dance. I went to a wedding two weeks ago, and our entire family did the Thriller dance. So I can show everyone here if they really want to. <laughs> I'll just say, thankfully, we are not on TV. So uh, with a minute to go before we start this second half uh, here in this one, just kind of want to update you. It's 7-6. Academy Park is losing to Glenn Mills in that one. Uh, so that's one of the games that we were really focused in on, on how Marple Newtown would get into the playoffs if they were to, if they are to win tonight. Uh, Octorera is losing to Bayard Rustin. That's a plus for Marple Newtown if they can get back on the winning side of this one with a minute left to go. Both sides are setting up to open this half. Pencrest will receive. Marble Newtown will have to kick it away and play a strong def- defensive first stand, Steve. Yeah, they're going to have to come out and uh, get a turnover, a quick three and out, get the ball back in the hands of Marcus Weathers in this offense and get something going. Okay, you're down 15 points here. you got to get points on the board quick uh, to stay alive, stay those playoff hopes alive. These seniors have to know what's on the line here. Only three Marple teams have ever been in the playoffs. There's a lot on the line here. You can go down to Marple history being that fourth team, but uh, they're, they're going to have to come back uh, down this 15-point deficit. Last thoughts here before the start of the second half. Dave DePasqua, as you're braving the colder temperatures. Need to start putting drives together. Marple Newtown's got to put points up, whether it's in a hurry or not. And defense has got to make third down stops. They need to get off the field. 
Thank you, Dave. And, and really, Steve, I, I have to think of it right now. That the difference in this one is the turnover differential. Marple Newtown doesn't have one yet. Pencrest got one on that fumble, and they scored off of it. And Marple has not forced a turnover in a few weeks, if I recall correctly, and they desperately need one. Desperately need one here. You need a big play. You need a momentum changer. That will spark this team. They thrive on momentum, as any team does. Uh, so if they can get a turnover here, I think it's going to work in their advantage big time. What do you think the message from Coach Kicking and the staff was at halftime? Keep on fighting, guys. You know, again, he always talks about little things we missed. Little things don't go our way. They go our way. We're, we're on the other end of the scoreboard here. Just stay on the course. Keep doing your game and just you know step up. The guys have to step up. And uh, I think you know they, they get that message out there, and they're ready to go in the second half. Obviously, here we go. Lambrizio set to kick it away as Crazy Train plays in the in-stadium speaker system. Lambricios, ball up. His approach, his kick is a short one. Little squibber picked up at the 37. That was almost like an onside attempt. Am I correct, Steve? Yeah, and, you know, just want to pooch it where nobody's at. But Pankras does a good job to come up and uh, receive it there. Look at number 43, Mike Wilson was able to haul it in. But just the opportunity where Marble can just find uh, Pankras sleeping. And he keeps it away from the deeper threats of, of Quintiliano. And Ruffin. Ball will be at the 38 of Pencrest here to open this second half. A 21-6 lead for the Lions in this one. Coach kicking, urging his defense to get a big stop here in this first series of the half. Fisher takes the snap out of the gun. It's Quintiliano who takes it. Flags come in as he was brought down around the neck. But I couldn't tell if it was a face mask. That's probably what this call is going to be. But I couldn't tell. Dave, did he get a mask? Yeah, he got a mask and turned it and brought him all the way back. Okay. So he was able to get the face mask on that tackle, Steve. Not how you want to start the second half. I mean, good play. It was Matt Trainer and the good play. Just unfortunately, you know, you don't intend, intentionally want to put your hand there. It just happens that yeah. it's there and 15 yards going Pencrest way. Face mask on the defense. 15-yard penalty. Result. First down. I mean, not not making excuses, but Quintiliano is a very short of stature guy. Again, going up against a defender like that, you're kind of reaching out as he's going by and just act, you know, just grab onto what you can. And unfortunately, it was the face mask that time. So Pencrest will get it first and ten at the Marple 46. Now, Fisher out of the gun takes the snap. It's a handoff this time up the middle to number 20, Kennard. And Kyle Kelly in on the tackle on the misdirection. Bring up second down and four here. Or second and three, excuse me, from the Marple 39 for the Lions. So Marple Newtown needs a stop here as they are down 21 to 6. And Pencrest knowing that, they are going to take their good old time here getting to the line of scrimmage. And Fisher sets his guys up, two receivers near side, one back in the backfield. Fisher takes the snap. It's a handoff to Kennard again. He bounces it to the outside, and he's tripped up and cut down at the 32-yard line by Tyler Kostak. Nice tackle by Tyler Kostak, but not before a first-down run by the Pencrest Lions as they keep this drive moving. So the 15-yard penalty sets them up with great field position. Three plays later, they pick up a first down. And Pencrest now will come out first and ten at the 33 of Marple Newtown. Fisher out of that pistol set. 
Takes the snap. It's a handoff to Kennard. He comes near side. He finds a big hole. Lowers his shoulder and hits. Looks like that was Adriel or Lucas Moss who makes the tackle, though. And he takes that ball, goes to the second level, and barrels through for another Pencrest first down. Tigers' defense needs a stop. They need one play for no yards or a loss of yards, something to spark them, get them some momentum. Just not happening right now. Ball at the 20 of Marble Newtown. First down and 10 again for Pencrest. Two receivers far side. Kennard's the running back. It's a fake handoff to him. Fisher's going to take it and follow him, and he picks up seven yards on the carry. And another good first down run. It's time to keep her to Fisher. He's a big, a big quarterback, and he, you know he uses his body to his advantage, and he has some wheels on him and picks up seven yards there, as you said, Greg. But this offensive line is really, you know, winning the battle up front for the Lions. So it'll be second and three. Marple Newtown needs to make a stop here. Ball at their at their thirteen. Pencrest driving. You're going to need at least one this year. Fisher takes it. He gives it to the running back, Kennard, who's brought down, excuse me, Quintiliano, and brought down after he gets a first down. Quintiliano takes the handoff from Fisher, goes off tackle, picks up another line first down. It's a first and goal. And every play has been the run to the left side of this line to start this half, Steve. And maybe they found a weakness there that they're going to exploit. And we'll see what they do here on this first down and goal. First and goal from the nine. It's a handoff to Quintiliano up the middle. He makes one man miss, and he's brought down at the five by Kyle Kelly. Kelly comes over from his DN position, sheds a block, and makes a tackle on Quintiliano. So as Luke Lazowicki comes in, puts some more meat up front. Tigers made a big goal line stand on Pencrest's first drive of the game. They definitely need one again here with the ball on second and goal at the five. 21-6, lead for Pencrest. Fisher out of the pistol. Two receivers far side. Fisher's going to keep. Comes to the near side. He's hit. Dropped only after only a yard gain. He's going to be officially spotted at the three there. Good play there by Gino DiCamillo, the middle linebacker. He reads the blocks, the pulling guard, and he receives Fisher going to the right side. He comes up and makes a nice tackle, bring up a big third down. This is four down territory, I would think. As you said, they made a goal line stand earlier in the game. Let's see if they can get it done here. They've had success both obviously on the ground and in the air. And I mean, you would think with this lead, they're not going to go back to the air and risk an interception. But if they do, I would think it might be a slant route underneath. Fisher takes it. He's going to throw slant route. Defend it well by Carmen Christiana. And you caught it, Greg. If they go to the air, they're going to throw that slant. Exactly what they did. Looks like it was intended for McCafferty, Bobby McCafferty. The senior wide receiver, Kosick, does a good job getting inside on that and batting it down. Huge fourth down play here. And looks like they're going to bring in the field goal unit to get these yeah. points. That's exactly what they're going to do. Good job there, Dave DePasqua by Carmen Christiana. Yeah, he was able to knock it down, even though Pencrest ran the ball on the left side of their offensive line the entire possession. Hughes here set for the point, the field goal attempt. Be a 27-yarder field goal. This one looks like it's good. There's the signal. It is. That makes it 24-6. Pencrest, 7.46 to go third quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Hey Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Greg Peck of Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. Pencrest leads 24-6, 7.46 to go third quarter. They just kicked a field goal, and Shane Breckenridge is set for the kickoff here. Breckenridge... The approach, it's a squibber once again, and it's going to go, it's going to bounce close, and it does hop out of bounds at the 20, so Marple Newtown will get the football now, Steve, in a good position. And unfortunately, they came, Pencrest King got the ball, came down the field, got a field, d- defense did a good job again. They bent but didn't break in the red zone. Right up a field goal, but still a three-possession game. They scored that, that would make it a four-possession game. And it's kicked out of bounds. And Dave, is Coach Kicking going to elect to have Pencrest re-kick? Pencrest hasn't kicked the ball when they kicked off past 20 yards. It looks like an onside kick almost every time. If you look, it looks like Sapness and Hoffer also in the middle of the field now for the Tigers to try and get a decent return to start this drive. Thank you, Dave. And we had a similar situation last week. It ended up being a negative for Marple Newtown with the re-kick. Um, yes, the second kick was a little bit longer, and it just it was kind of fumbled around a little bit. So hopefully the execution this time can be a little better on the second kick. So here we go. Breckenridge set the kick. Tigers switch up. They bring Sapness up short now to try and maybe return one. This one's a short kick to the other side of the field. It's going to go out of bounds again. So that's a plus for Marble Newtown. They'll get a little bit more now, Steve. And I think they're going to make him re-kick again, keep backing them up. They're just going to keep it. I like how they real quick switch Sapness into the middle. So, update from Glen Mills Academy Park. Glen Mills 13, Academy Park 6 in the third. 30. So it'll be a re-kick once again here as Pencrest will have to kick again now. This time they'll be at their own 30. Um, so just trying to get field position at this point, Steve. Yeah, and excuse me, I said if they scored it would have been a four, it still would have been three possession, but this 24-6, it's three touchdowns and uh, two-point conversions. Uh, Absolutely. Can get you within the striking range. Breckenridge, it's a squibber. It's going to be picked up by number five by Ryan Everly, who comes to the near side of the field, and he's going to get to the 40 on that return. So... They do pick up five yards by allowing the re-kick, Steve. Yeah, Ben, uh, the ball's going to be on the 40-yard line, and Tigers need something here on this drive. So, ball will be at the 47-39 to go. A quick strike. One of those patented Adrian Sapness big runs would be perfect right here. So, here we go. Let's see what they can do. They have them a little bit confused here. Weathers out of the gun. Four receivers set. 
And Hoff in motion to the far side. Weathers takes it. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness. He cuts back to the near side. And Diego Zubieta has having a stellar game at linebacker. Yeah, and he's unblocked there. It's that zone play where Weathers reads that D end or outside linebacker. This time he gave it to Sapness, and he is tackled, wrapped up for about a gain of one. So here we go, four wide again on second down and nine from the Marple 41-yard line. Adrian Sapness in the backfield, Weathers throws far side. Kostak has to come back and get it. He breaks one tackle down the sideline across the 40 and pushed out of bounds inside the 40-yard line. Great job by Tyler Kostak. Great wrap by Kostak, a little hitch route. And he hauls it in, turns up field, has the sideline advantage, and picks up a big first down for the Tigers. Much needed. So it'll be first and ten now for Marple at their own, at the Pencrest 41-yard line. Tigers come out now, two receivers near side, two to the far side, Weathers out of the shotgun. Hoff in motion. High snap, Weathers controls it, it's a delay given to Adrian Sapness. Going to get back to the line of scrimmage and maybe a yard before he's brought down that time. Number 55, Chris Aliankin. And on the play there, it looked like Satmus would have had some more running room, but they do a good job of closing in on Satmus and bringing him down for another gain of one. They have not been reacting to his first, you know, kind of juke move and just allowing him to kind of run at them. Uh, very patient linebacking court. And it'll be second down and nine. 6.30 to go in this third quarter. Tigers down 24 to 6. Weather's under center. They send Moss in motion now to the near side. Weathers looking, looking. He's going to throw, and it is intercepted by Horn at the 27-yard line. Intended for Christiana, and Horn returns to the 40. Now what you want if you're the Tigers, you're going to turn it over on Dave with the interception. Right that was intended for Christiana on a on a post to the outside, and just Horn just used his length and he would go up and grab it. Horn his length, and it was it was kind of Christiana had to kind of come back for it, and uh, a six two guy versus a five seven guy is kind of a mismatch. So now Pencrest will take over with six oh six to go in his third quarter. Ball at the forty one of Pencrest. First down and ten. Fisher hands it off to Quintiliano, and he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard gain. Good job by the D line up front. Looks like McKee and number ten Noah Turner is in on the tackle on Quintiliano. So it'll be second and nine for Pencrest, and they are obviously going to move a lot slower than they did earlier. And they're going to keep this thing on the ground and drain as much clock as they possibly can. Two receivers far side. Fisher out of this pistol set again. Takes the snap. He hand, fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw. He's got a man open middle of the field. It is cut. Middle of the field staying on his feet. Touchdown for Pencrest. His number three. Manny Ruffin, excuse me. Steve Moppert, number three. Excuse me, number seven, actually. I'm sorry. And he was wide open down the seam. I mean, good play action by Fisher. He fakes the hands up to Quintiliano, and he finds his man, Moppert, down the seam for another 
Pencrest touchdown. That makes it 30-6, to Pencrest, with Hughes coming on for the point after. And here's the snap. Field goal for point after is good, and that makes it 31-6. Pencrest, 5-16 to go, third quarter. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua back here with you. 30-6 to lead for Pencrest here on a night that has not been a good Halloween for the Tigers. Breckenridge set to kick it away. And here we go. Breckenridge to kick. It's a squibber again. Hoff grabs it at the 24-yard line. He comes to the near side of the field. Hoff looks to cut it up. He tries, shoves a few men to the ground, and then gets to the 40. A good run by Abel Hoff. Nice hard run by Hoff as Quintiliano, number one, t- hits him, brings him down about the 40-yard line. So another good starting field position for the Tigers. They have to respond here down 30-6. to six. So, 5 7 to go, third quarter. Tigers down 30-6. to six. And they start with the ball at their own 40-yard line. And now it's about getting downfield and getting as many points as you can here and see what you can do with it. Weathers, empty set. Sapness in motion. And he fumbles the handoff in the backfield. Pencrest is on it. Pencrest is on it. And that will be Pencrest football, Steve. Not what you want. Down 30 to 6. They just try to get something going here. A little sweet pass to Adrian Sapmus after lining up wide in the slot. He comes down, just didn't get that handoff right, and it bounces right into a lion defender. So it'll be first down and 10 for Pencrest at the Marple 38 yard line. Fisher comes out of the pistol. Three wide receivers. Takes the snap. He fakes the handoff. He's going to look to throw under some pressure, and he's going to be brought down for a loss on the play by three Tigers. Good job by Vinny Siverdelli, Justin McEwen, and others as they bring down Fisher. Important for this Tiger team to keep their composure, keep on fighting. And as they give up the ball twice already this half, down 30 to 6. They gotta keep on going. No one's gonna feel sorry for them out there. So it'll be second down. And 17 now 
for Pencrest at their Marple 45. Three receivers set by Fisher out of the pistol. He rolls out. He's looking to throw. It's going to be a dump pass, and he's got his man number 21, Cout, for a few yards on the play. Cout gets the ball on the rollout by Fisher. Again, a couple yards back from after that sack he took. So a big third down play here. Could be four down territory depending on what Pencrest picks up here on this third down. But all the Tigers are thinking get the ball back in the offense's hands to get some points on the board. So the third and 14 officially ball at the Marple 42 here. And you would expect probably a run out of Pencrest here and just play for field position. We'll see what they do, though. Fisher out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. He hands off to Quintiliano, who picks up a good five on the play, and it'll bring up fourth down. Interesting decision. So are going to bring it on the punting unit. I think it's a smart to pin Tigers back. The way your defense is playing, why give Marple a good field position? Yeah. So here we go. Breckenridge to punt. He's at the 50. Hoff and Kostak are back at the 10. And here we go. Punt by Breckenridge. Kostak's going to let it go into the end zone for a touchback. And with 2.43 to go in the third quarter, the Tigers will take over at their own 20, Steve and Dave. Well, they bought the 20-yard line. you got to, again, you have to have short-term memory loss. But those bad plays that just happened, uh, interception, the fumble on the exchange. Let that, let that's that go and uh, you know keep on going forward. 14 points off of turnovers for Pencrest is is really what makes this this game what it is at 30 to six. I mean it's a different ball game if they don't score or those turnovers do not occur. So empty backfield for Marcus Weathers. Three receivers far side, two to the near side. Weathers, it's a quick pass to Hoff near side. He's got a blocker in Christiana. Great effort upfield by Christiana as Hoff gets the first down across the 30 into the 32. Tigers have to think, hurry up here. They're working against the clock. First down, 31. And sometimes that'll put a defense in disarray as they're trying to check guys out now, and the Tigers are right back down all over it. Empty backfield again. And Weathers looking, looking, fires the Hoff near side. Hoff is going to be pushed out of bounds at the 35 after a good game. It'll stop the clock. Let the offense regroup here, get in a huddle. And Pencrest was trying to make some substitutions. Looks like they have the right personnel on there now as the Tigers continue. Uh, they go back to a huddle formation here on second down and five from the 36-yard line. Single back set is Sapness. Two receivers near, one far. Ball is near Hash. Weathers, three-step drop. He fires. It's tipped along the line, and I'll bring up third down. Dave DePosco was right there. Their defensive line is massive. They have height, they have weight, and they're able to put their hands up because they know Weathers is going to throw the ball now. So they're just told to do the J.J. Watt, slap it like they do with Haverford was doing the previous week and end up having an interception. Absolutely, Dave. Great analysis down there and another viewpoint, Steve, that we don't always see from up here. Yeah, and they, they are some big boys down there. 
They're having their way on some of these plays here, and there you saw a batted pass. So it'll be third and five from the Marple 36-yard line. Hoff in motion. It's a handoff to Hoff on the sweep. He cuts it upfield. He has the first down across the 40 and down to the 44-yard line. Good first down pickup. Clock will stop as they move the chains. Tigers have to get right on the ball. As soon as that whistle's blown, they got to snap it. Can't let time waste away. Weathers under center. Takes the snap. Looking for wide receiver set. Throws it behind Christiana, who gets hit hard by Pencrest. And there was no way for Christiana to make that reception. And he was hit hard by number 20, Ryan Kennard. Dave? He's claiming for a late hit off that, but it was thrown behind Christiana, and then he got popped, so that's what he's debating right now. He's trying to do player safety, being down 30-6. to six. Thank you, Dave, and that'll bring up second down and 10 from the 43-yard line as there was an official's timeout on the field for the injury to Christiana as he got popped in the back. And Tigers break the huddle. You got one receiver near side, one to the far, and then Hoff as well. Turner lined up in the slot as a tight end. Hoff in motion. It's a handoff to him, and a flag comes in. And we'll see what this call is. Steve, you have an idea? Probably illegal motion. Someone's not set. And it's, see, here we go. Dead ball, full start, offense, five-yard penalty, second down. Well, there you have it. So, full start, backs the Tigers up five more yards, and just things seem to be compounding at this point. Yep, they've got to get out of their own way right now. And, you know, this is tough down 30-6. to six. Second and 10. We'll see what they can get out of this second-and-long situation. So... Tigers come out now. Four wide receivers again. Single back is Sapness. Hoff in motion. Weathers looking, looking. He's under pressure. It's a screen to Adrian Sapness. Stays on his feet. Gets a few yards. Ball comes out at the end, but it was caused by the ground, they say. Yep, and he was definitely down there, but good setup screen there. He gets tripped up initially and fights for some extra yards there. We're up third down and about 11 here, Greg. Other updates. Garnet Valley 27, Conestoga 7, Haverford 17, Ridley nothing. Those are both in the fourth. So it'll be third and 11. Ball at the 14. Or at the 42, excuse me. Weathers under pressure immediately. Throws over the middle. Lucas Moss makes the catch. He's hit at the 50, shy of the first down. That'll bring up fourth down, though. And, you know, you got to go for it here, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good completion. He looked across the middle, looking outside the hop, finds his target across the middle. Lucas Moss, the senior, does a good job of hauling it in and uh, making a very more manageable fourth down. About two yards here. And Weathers. Into the huddle here. It'll be fourth down. And two for Marple at the Pencrest 49. Two receivers near side. I formation. Sapness in the backfield with Long, the fullback. Weathers takes the snap. It's a handoff to Adrian Sapness, and he is stacked up for a loss of one and a turnover on downs. 
And Dave, that was just solid penetration by Pencrest up the middle. As we talked about their defensive line, they had been getting penetration the entire game. Sadness got handed to the ball. There was no exchange on that. He just was not able to get momentum going up the middle. And this Marble Newton continues to get pushed back play after play. Weather's scrambling too. Thank you, Dave, down there. It'll be first and ten for Pencrest. 24 seconds to go third quarter. Fisher, eye formation, takes it. It's a pitch to Quintiliano who finds a hole, cuts up for three yards. Quintiliano gets the ball off tackle. DiCamillo is in on the tackle as well as Lucas Moss. So it'll be second down and eight for Pencrest. When we start the fourth quarter, Tigers down 30-6 to here as we head to the fourth. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.